Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. Do you long to hear the voice of God more in your life? To have a better sense of how he's guiding you, where he's leading you, a better sense of what that next step is for your life and friendship with him, how he's inviting you to grow in holiness or challenging you to grow in virtue or make a sacrifice or comfort you in your difficulties and sufferings in life. Do you want to hear the voice of God better in your soul? Well, there's one crucial thing you need, and I want to talk about that today. It reminds me of one of my kids, one of my little kids. She can be a little shy sometimes when there's guests over, we're having a party, and there's lots of noise, and she she has a need, and she wants to come up and talk to us, but she speaks so softly in a whisper. And when there's a lot of people talking, there's a lot of noise around, and she's barely giving us a whisper. We can't hear her. We need to take her into another room, to a quiet place, away from the busyness and the noise and the commotion so we can hear her voice. And I think the same is true with God. You see, the Bible just had, uh, we just had this great reading from scripture in the mass recently. It comes from 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 through 13. It's about the prophet Elijah. He's on Mount Carmel and, and, and God is coming to him. God's coming to speak to him. But God doesn't come in these big dramatic ways that we might expect. There's this big roaring wind that comes by, but God's not in the wind. Then there's a great earthquake, but God's not in the earthquake. And there's a a raging fire, but God's not in the fire. God comes to Elijah in a still, small voice. A still, small voice. But think about that. If you're in a big crowd, like at a rock concert or at a a football game, an NFL football game, and there's a large, large amount of noise around you and someone tries to whisper, you're not going to hear that still small voice if there's a lot of noise around you. Or if you're in a car and uh, someone's blasting the music really loudly and and someone tries to whisper to you in that car, you're you're probably not going to hear them in the midst of all that noise. And the same is true in our lives. If we have a lot of noise going on throughout our day, not just in prayer time, but just throughout the day, if we have a lot of noise, we're not going to hear that still, small voice of God speak to us. Yes, we need silence, not just in in the time when we pray, a time when we're reading scripture, a time when we're in the chapel. We need to build in pockets of silence throughout the day. Because if if our the rest of our day is filled with noise and we go to the chapel for adoration or we go to mass or we, we pull out our scriptures at home and we have that prayer time, if the rest of our day is filled with noise, we're going to probably be pretty distracted in prayer. We're not going to be able to hear the voice of God well. If we fill our day with music all the time, we're going to have that song from Spotify in our head when we go to the chapel in adoration. We're in the real holy presence of God, but our mind is still with that song we just listened to on Spotify <laughs> or maybe with that scene that scene from a show we just watched on Netflix we're thinking about that that movie here that show and or, or, or that highlight that that great amazing catch we just watched uh in, in the baseball game and the highlights on ESPN or something or or we're thinking about the meeting we just had if we're just filled with noise constantly throughout the day that's what we're going to bring into our prayer time and it's going to be harder for us to hear that still small voice. God wants to speak to you. He really does. Every day, he, he, he wants to talk to you. He wants to guide you. He wants to encourage you. He wants to comfort you. He wants to challenge you. He wants to call you to change. You know, he's always talking to us, 
But we have so much noise in our life that we don't hear the still, small voice. If we want to hear the voice of God, we have to build in pockets of silence throughout the day. And that's what I'm going to talk about. How do we do that in the midst of a busy life, a busy family life? We're raising kids or frantically running from one meeting or one appointment to the next in our work. How do we hear the voice of God and build in silence in the midst of a very noisy world? That's what we're going to look at in this week's podcast. So welcome to All Things Catholic. I'm your host, Edward Sri, and uh, so excited to be with you here. We we just had an amazing week at the Sri household. Uh, we were hosting a number of fun events related to the Catholic world. First of all, I want to give a shout out to the many pastors. We had many pastors from our, all around the country, from coast to coast, who were here in Denver this last week with Focus. I don't know if you know, Focus is known for working on college campuses, but they also have missionaries in numerous parishes around the country helping to build a culture of evangelization and missionary discipleship in parishes. And we were hosting all of those pastors from around the country at our host. We had a big pig, the big pig roast in our backyard last week. That was a lot of fun. So a big shout out to the pastors. Thanks for all your work and your commitment to the new evangelization. It's a blessing to work with you and to serve you. We also had 50 camp counselors from Camp Waitiwa. I don't know if you've ever heard of Camp Waitiwa. They're an amazing Catholic camp here in the Colorado Rocky Mountains, founded by some friends of ours, Scott Nanny Powell. And my all of my kids have gone to Camp Waitiwa over the years. And I actually have one of my college boys is actually serving as a camp counselor there. So we had all of the, the 50 camp counselors over at the house this weekend as well. So it's been a lot of social life here in the Sri family household. But I want to also mention anyone in the DC area, the Virginia area that may be listening, my wife and I are coming out to the Diocese of Arlington later this week on Saturday, June 23rd for the, the annual couples retreat. So there's going to be uh, a couple hundred couples, I think. Think coming together. I think it's at Corpus Christi Parish. You can check out the Arlington Diocese website. Their marriage and family office is sponsoring this. And uh, Beth and I are going to be doing that retreat. We don't often get to go travel and give talks together, but we have two coming up here. So one's going to be there in Arlington this Saturday, June 23rd. It's not too late to sign up. Uh, we're going to be speaking on our new book, The Good, the Messy, and the Beautiful, the Joys and Struggles of Real Married Life. We're going to be talking about the realities of marriage and how God wants to meet us and all those messy realities and build something beautiful in our marriages. We're also going to be speaking at the Great Steubenville Conference the following, the last Thursday of the month here, July 28th, at the Applied Biblical Studies Conference with our good friend and my great mentor and professor, Dr. Scott Hahn, who sponsors this conference. Uh, we're going to be speaking on marriage there as well. So if you're going to be at either of those events, please come up. Love to get. I always love to get to meet the listeners of this show. Now, let's turn to our topic for today about how do we build in silence? in our lives. You know, most of us live pretty busy lives. We probably long to have more times of silence. How do we do that when there's so much noise, constant distraction, you know, there's constant busyness and activities. We're always so tied to our screens and we have music on and there's shows that we always like to watch and sports highlights and news and social media and we get buzzes and notifications. And I, you know, I'm trying to turn off my notifications on my phone just so I'm not distracted. And, and it's, it's really complicated. Apple doesn't make it easy. You know, I, I think I turned them all off and I got to go into an app and turn another one off. It, it, I think they they intentionally want to constantly distract us, right? Because the more we use the phone, the more we use these apps, the more we use Google, the more hits that they get and then the more advertising dollars they get. That's all just known, right? They're, they're trying intentionally to distract us and we let them. <laughs> so how do we do this? You know, and, and, and even if we're not looking at our phones and social media and, and screens, 
just the busyness and pace of life, of meetings and appointments, how do we find time for silence? I want to share with you a quote from one of my great heroes. She may be yours as well, a great saint of the modern age, Saint Mother Teresa. Listen to what she said. She noticed, now this is long before the iPhone. <laughs> she said this point, I think back in the early 1990s. She noticed just how distracted souls were and how they constantly were filling their souls with noise. They just constant, just constant noise distracting them. And they couldn't hear that still, small voice of God. Mother Teresa saw this was a great problem. You know, we think about all the big problems in the modern age. You know, we think about the definition of marriage has been changed by society. We think about abortion. We think about lack of care for the poor. There's all these crises in our modern age. We don't even believe in truth anymore. Uh, everyone can make up their own truth, right? There's all these challenges. But Mother Teresa saw that a, a lack of silence was another one of these big crises today. Listen to what she says. We need to find God. And God cannot be found in noise and restlessness. God is the friend of silence. See how nature, trees and flowers and grass grow in silence. See the stars, the moon and the sun, how they move in silence. The more we receive in silent prayer, the more we can give in our active life. So God can't be found in noise and restlessness. So here's my question for you on a scale of one to 10, how much interior peace, interior silence do you have? You know, say, give yourself a 10 if you really have a, you know, maximum amount of interior peace, interior silence, to be able to hear the voice of God in your life, that space in your soul. I think most of us would probably put ourselves closer to two or three, <laughs> given the the frantic pace of our modern age and just all that 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 we're plugged into, you know, through technology and screens and the internet and all. And then she she ponders just how God made creation and and notice how she says, you know, flowers, trees, grass, all these beautiful things in creation grow in silence. The sun, moon, and stars they move in silence. And so God's great beings, and we're one of those beings, and not just anyone, we're the climax of his creation, right? Right. God says it is good, it is good, it is good on all the days of creation. And then after he makes man and woman, it is very good, right? His crowning achievement of creation. And we participate in this great order. And, and yet the great things that God wants to do in our souls can only happen in silence when we listen to him when we are sensing the promptings of his spirit in our hearts, when we're responding to the ways he's guiding us, leading us, cautioning us. You know, when you have that sense, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, or, ooh, I, I wonder if I need to act on this now, you know, or, ooh, I wonder if I need to spend more time in prayer. Those are, that's God nudging us, but we can't hear those nudges if we're not regularly in tune to those promptings of the Spirit in our hearts, it's a sign we have too much noise, too much noise in our lives. Mother Teresa says, the more we receive in silent prayer, the more we can give in our active life. So do you want to give the best of yourself to your, to your marriage? Do you want to be the best husband, the best wife you can be? You need to hear the still small voice of God in silence and prayer. 
Because the more you receive from God in silence, the more you can give to your spouse. Do you want to be the best mom you can be, the best dad you can be? It's not about how many activities you got your kids in and, you know, did they, did they get all the great experiences? You know, it's about your own interior life. Do you have time in silence to hear the voice of God guiding you to be that best parent you can be? Do you want to give the best to your parish, the best to your career? Mother Teresa, listen again, what she says, the more we receive in silent prayer, the more we can give in our active life. So if you want to be the best husband or wife you can be, you want to be the best mother, father you can be, you want to be the best friend you can be, the best priest you could be, the best deacon, religious, the best worker, you know, businessman, whatever your career is, don't think of it as just about your activity. Think about it as you have to receive. And to receive, you, you need to have some silence so that God can fill you so that you can hear the still, small voice. God wants to speak to you in the quiet of your heart. Do you have that quiet? You know, I'm going to share with you another quote here. This is from the 19th century uh, Danish philosopher, famous Christian philosopher by the name of Soren Kierkegaard. I don't know if you heard of him. He was, he was Lutheran and he was, he was a believer. And he once wrote about the challenges of the lack of silence in the modern world. Now, I want to be clear. He's writing in the 1800s, long before radio, television, computer screens, uh, smartphones. Uh, listen to, to what he says here. He says, if I were a doctor and I could prescribe just one remedy for all the ills of the modern world, I would prescribe silence. For even if the word of God were proclaimed in the modern world, no one would hear it because of the panoply of noise. Therefore, create silence. Now, again, he's writing this long before all the, the, uh, the noise and distraction we have, which is so much more than anything he was seeing in the 1800s in Europe. But he was putting his finger on something. Then when we're talking all the time, when we're busy all the time, running from one thing to the next all the time, and we just fill our lives with noise, we can't hear the voice of God. Now, let's go practical here. I, I want to go practical. As you know, this, this podcast, I hope that you get a lot of good depth from the tradition and good Catholic thought, you know, forming your mind. But I always want to make sure it's also touching your heart and gives you practice and ideas on how you can live out these ideas. So how do we build moments of silence throughout our day? We could just say, man, I'm just drowning. I'm just trying to raise my kids or I'm trying to, you know, I got so much going on at work or so much happening at the parish. How can I build in silence throughout the day, given the busyness of our modern world? So first of all, one thing we can do is start the day with silence. Examine yourself. What do you do first thing in the morning? Do you grab your phone? Is that the first thing you do? Or do you fall to your knees and do a morning offering, a great tradition to offer your day to God. The very first thing, you roll out of bed, you drop to your knees, make the sign of the cross, dedicate your day to Jesus. You sign the day with the sign of the cross. Is that the first thing you do? Or are you looking at your phone? Are you looking at social media? Are you looking at the news? Are you putting on music? Spend your first seconds of the day, the most important moments of the day, how you begin the day, offering it to God in silence. Give him your day, do a morning offering. Do you spend those early minutes of the day looking at screens? Or do you maybe look at scripture? Are you listening to something on your phone? Or are you just having silence to recollect your thoughts, hear the voice of God, think about your day, plan your day in your head? 
you know, one of the great traditions in the Catholic faith is, you know, we, we all have to pray every day and you pray when you can work it out best. But the, the overarching emphasis in the Catholic tradition is to pray in the morning, first thing in the morning. That's what Jesus did. Jesus is always going early in the morning to a quiet place, a quiet place alone to pray, to talk to the Father. And you see many of the great saints write about this, taking that the first minutes of the day, go get your time in prayer. So maybe, yeah, go brush your teeth if you need to, go get a cup of coffee, all that. But but putting in prayer early in the morning, I know I'm going to speak to parents here. I know that the trying to fit in prayer can be really hard. And, and if you can, and I realize you may be a nursing mom and you were up all night and this won't work, but if you can pray before the kids are up, if you're able to do that, uh, husbands out there, if you can be the one to shoulder getting the kids ready for the day and let your wife get time in prayer, and then maybe you get up earlier before the kids get up so that you get your own time in prayer, you make that sacrifice for your spouse, that is an amazing thing to do. Give your wife the great gift. If she's raising little kids and it's really hard, give her the gift of daily prayer. Give her the gift of some space in the morning and you get up earlier, you do your own private prayer earlier maybe, and then you take care of the kids getting them ready in the morning so that she can get her time to hear the still small voice of God. She needs that quiet time. If she's staying at home raising kids and there's just lots of noise all day long, it's going to be really hard. Give her, give her that time. It's an amazing gift you can give her. Second thing, I would say is in the, so start the day with some kind of silence, build in silence, ideally time for silent prayer early in the day. Second thing is in the midst of the day, even when you're busy running around, even if you got little kids at home or whatever, I, I think you could still pause in the midst of the craziness, even just for 20 seconds to pause and say a short prayer, pause and just sit in silence in your heart. Tell Jesus, I love you. Just take a moment to just listen you just silently listen to God. Say, God, I'm just going to take a moment to listen for 15 seconds, maybe. Maybe that's all you have now. It'd be great if you got five minutes to pause in the middle of the day. But just to recollect, you know, recollect that you're in the presence of God, that God is really with you in the midst of whatever busy projects you're managing in the office or whatever crisis just happened in, in your department or whatever's going on at home with the kids. You can take a moment to just recall the presence of God with you. Maybe say a short prayer. Maybe have just a little time to think. So start the day with silence. In the midst of your day, if you can have a couple times a day, you just pause for a moment. Put yourself in the presence of God. Realize he's there with you. Talk to him for a moment. Tell him Jesus, tell Jesus you love him. Listen to Jesus. And then thirdly, at night before you go to bed, I think this is one of the most important battles that we face in our day and age. Because our outside busy world has infiltrated our homes, infiltrated our marriages, our families, and, and is constantly distracting us, especially through the smartphone, especially through social media. You know, so it, I think those, those hours after dinner, before you go to bed, those are the key times. Take time to be in silence, to listen to the voice of your spouse Take time to talk to your children, to listen to the voice of your children. If you're living alone, you're single, to take time to read, to listen, as opposed to just, I'm just going to watch and binge watch shows where I'm just distracted. If I'm just binge watching shows, I, I can't, I, I can't, I, I'm not going to be able to hear the voice of God. If I'm just scrolling on social media and just constantly looking from one thing to the next, I'm not going to have that interior space to hear the voice of God. 
I'm not going to hear the voice of my spouse. I'm not going to hear the voice of my children. I'm not going to hear the voice of God in my life. One of the great things to do is before you go to sleep is to fill your mind with the word of God. Just read from scripture, read from the Psalms maybe, or the gospels or St. Paul's letter, or or read something from the saints. It doesn't have to be long. It could be just a a couple minutes, but to fill your mind with that, consider here, weigh, weigh this question here. How much time do you spend with God before you go to bed? Either in his word from scripture or with his saints, some good spiritual book. And how much time do you spend on social media? How much time do you spend on YouTube? How much time do you spend on Netflix? How much time are you spending uh, uh, watching your favorite sports highlights? How much time are you giving to build silence, to hear the still small voice of God in your life versus just being plugged into all these things on your screen? I mean, that, that, that's a great, great question to ask, to examine your conscience on what you value most. Because Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, where your treasure is, there is your heart also. What is it that you treasure in those evening hours after dinner and especially before you go to bed? Do you treasure grabbing your phone, looking at the screen and, 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 and scrolling from one thing to the next, clicking from one thing to the next? Or do you treasure having time for silence to hear the still small voice of God? speaking to you directly in prayer or speaking to you through scripture, speaking to you through your, through your spouse, taking time to talk to your spouse or, or through your children. It, what do you value the most? And if you feel that gravitational pull to pick up your phone, it's a sign that there's something really off in your spiritual life. It's a sign that your phone has, has its tentacles around you. And you may need to do something radical to break it. Now, this is something many Christians struggle with. doesn't mean you're a bad person. (laughs) So many good Christians are struggling with the influence of the phone in their life, distracting us from hearing the still, small voice of God. And that leads me to the last point I want to make. So we looked at start your day with some silence, especially in prayer. In the midst of your day, try to unplug a little bit from your busyness at work and unplug from your screens and just recollect the presence of God. Listen to him, just little pockets throughout the day. If you can, just, just even if it's just 20 seconds to hear the voice of God, you can do that. Thirdly, at night, make sure you, especially before you go to bed, be unplugged from other things. And be plugged into the people in your life, your spouse, your kids, your roommate, or just quietly filling your mind with the word of God and the saints, a good spiritual book. But here's the last thing I want to give you. You might need a media fast. I think it's good to do a media fast on a regular basis to just unplug, to detox, you know, Um, and there's different ways to do this. I know some families will just have no media on Sundays. You know, they just, they're not on their phones. They're not responding to text messages. They're not on social media. They're not watching movies. They just, they just unplug to have time together. And there's different, maybe, you know, we come up with different variable ways of doing that. But, you know, the day of the Lord is a great day to be unplugged from this media world. Uh, A second thing, a lot of people give up their screens, they give up movies, they give up shows, their favorite show during Lent, they give up sports during Lent. Really hard if you love NCAA basketball and March Madness is going on. <laughs> but but maybe they give up their favorite sport or they give up social media during Lent. Lent is a great annual time. So you got a little weekly rhythm, maybe on Sundays, you've got a longer you know fast of some kind of, something that challenges you to be more detached from your phone during Lent. But if you sense that you're too distracted. You're, you have too much noise in your life. 
you might need just a detox. You might not have to have time to wait for Lent. God may be inviting you right now, right now to break from social media and to say, I'm just going to unplug for 30 days. I'm reading a wonderful book um, I want to recommend to you. It's called Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. He's um, written a number of great books like Deep Work and other things. Uh, but Cal, the book is called Digital Minimalism. And it's very much about how the media affects us, social media, our phones, screens. And But what I love about the book is it's very practical because he's saying, you know, none of these things can be are bad in themselves. You know, they can, they can have some use, but are they taking over too much? And do we have interior freedom and detachment from these things? And how do we use these things to our advantage and not be used by them? Uh, so check out that book by Cal Newport. Excellent work. Digital minimalism. You could check that out. And maybe you, and he, that's one thing he recommends is maybe like a little, a little detox for 30 or 60 days. And then you can be more free to evaluate what you want to bring back in. So you could check that out as well. But remember, Psalm 62, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. Let's build in more silence in our lives so that we can hear the voice of God, the still, small voice. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to reach me, you can always find me on my website, edwardsri.com. That's edwardsri.com. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. God bless.